Hello friend, thanks so much for tuning in to the Team Wellness TO podcast today. Today's special guest is Beverly Chang. Beverly is the fitness blogger and creator behind the company Born to Sweat, which offers online fitness programming, retreats, and much more. She is also an extremely popular Instagrammer, a group fitness instructor, a model, and more. We had actually never met Beverly before this recording and are so grateful to have been introduced and have had the opportunity to chat with her so openly about her successes and experiences. We so appreciated her realness and humor throughout the interview, and we know you're going to love it. Here is episode seven, Influencer Real Talks. Hey friends, welcome to the team. I'm Sarah, marketing professional, bar fitness instructor, and dancer. And I'm Kira, a professional in the wellness industry, dancer, and lover of all things fitness and well-being. We're your hosts of the Team Wellness TO podcast. Together, we've created this podcast to be your one-stop shop for all information about the entrepreneurs that work to build a healthier Toronto every day. Our goal is to form the largest team of healthy, happy, and thriving individuals in Toronto. We aim to provide the information you need to start or further your holistic wellness journey. Let's get this conversation started. So today we are joined by the one and only Beverly Chang. So welcome. Thank you. How are you today? Pretty good. Pretty good. So you are mega popular in the fitness industry. You're a fitness guru and you're the creator of Born to Sweat. Um, But before we get into all of that, we just want to take a look back. So what was it that kind of got you started in fitness and grow your love for fitness? Well, when I was born, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Can you imagine? Um, No, but like when I was a child, my parents were really good. I had a stay-at-home mom and she was always really um, good about letting me and my brother play in the playground when we were in elementary school. And then like when we got a little bit older, we were always enrolled in different sports. So like soccer, cross country, like wrestling, badminton. Um, So I was always very active, like from a very, very young age. And then when I got into high school, I really got serious about rugby. And so rugby was kind of like my main competitive sport. I played at a provincial level. I represented Alberta. And then I went away to UBC for school and I played varsity there and I represented uh, British Columbia as well. So that for me was a huge part of like my fitness career, I guess, um, leading up to it. When I graduated from school, I didn't want to keep playing rugby. I was kind of done with like tackling women, (laughs) getting beat up and getting covered in bruises. So I stopped playing rugby in 2013. And then I started my blog uh, in 2014, just as kind of like an outlet for my passion for fitness. So I just loved working out. I loved coming up with workouts. I loved making little recipes and sharing them with people. So it all stemmed from that, just like needing a bit of an outlet for what used to be my rugby practices were now a blog online. Yeah, no, that's so awesome. I think that makes a lot of sense sort of when like we both were dancers um, for a long time and then it's kind of like when you're not doing it as competitively anymore, like what else? Like yeah. you still want to be active. And, and you have that. so much time. Yeah. yeah. You're like so many hours. Well, yeah. like, what, what do, do I do? do? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, every yeah. day after school, people would be like, can you hang out? It's like, sorry, we have dance. Yeah. yeah. That was the line. Never hung mm-hmm. out with anyone yeah. after school. <laughs> I know. I know what you mean. 
That's yeah. so awesome. So, so you grew up in Calgary, yeah. right? And then you went to UBC. Um, so then how did you end up making Toronto your home? Um, so when I graduated from UBC, I got a job in insurance. Okay. It was literally the only company that hired me. I applied to like 300 jobs mm -hmm. and I could I only get that. a job in yeah. insurance. Uh, and they had a training program in Toronto. So it was like a seven month training program. So they sent me over here. I honestly thought I was going to hate Toronto. I was like, it's going to be like Calgary. It's going to suck. I didn't, I wasn't excited at all. So stayed here for my seven months. I actually ended up going back to Vancouver for a year because I had to go back there for that job. Um, and then I was also doing long distance with my boyfriend who's still in Toronto at the time and I was back in Vancouver. So I just kind of made the decision like midway through the year. I was like, I have to come back to Toronto. I have to come back to the city. I feel mm -hmm. there's so many more opportunities there. So after one year back in Vancouver, I just flew back to Toronto and just kind of picked up. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Nice. When, when was that when you decided? So I moved back to Toronto in 2015 and then I actually kind of transferred within my company. So I was still working at insurance mm -hmm. at the time uh, and then stayed here and quit my job in insurance in October 24 or 2017. So kind of you were working full time and then having the blog on the side for like yeah years or yeah more. I would be like so my blog started 2014 and then I quit my job in 2017 so I was kind of doing both of them for like three and a half almost four years mm -hmm. I would be literally at work and then I'd get like a phone call about like a yeah. campaign or modeling job and I like run out to the hallway and take them the hallway yeah, so my, oh my boss wouldn't hear me I mean it, it was a very relaxed job but yeah. I also didn't want to be taking like right. fitness like yeah. phone calls in the yeah. middle of my insurance job so so yeah I was juggling both and then eventually I was like like I need to kind of draw the line somewhere it was very it was getting very overwhelming yeah. Right. and yeah then I just took that leap yeah would you say that leap was more like scary or exciting? It was very well thought out. It yeah. was like, I planned this for months. I made yeah. sure I had enough money coming mm. in. I made sure that like my boyfriend was okay with it. I talked about it with my parents because they mm. obviously had a different yeah. vision yeah. for my future. Uh, so it was very well thought out. It was very practical. It was obviously very scary, but insurance is a kind of industry where you can always get back in. Like there's yeah, always right. a job waiting for you. So it yeah. kind of was really nice just knowing I had that safety net. Right. And so I said to myself, I would take three months off and like see if I was like broke and borrowing like sugar from my neighbors, <laughs> yeah. I would go back to insurance and literally like six months passed and I was like, whoa. That's cool. such a great story. Like yeah. giving yourself those three months. That's really yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah. Versus just being like, okay, here I go. Goodbye. Yeah. And then just like, yeah quitting and dropping everything. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of times you see, at least the way people talk about it, it's like, just quit, you know? Like, yeah. Like, like, just do it without sort of a plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's cool that you share that perspective. Yeah. So now that you're into this lifestyle, mm -hmm. what, um, what does your typical day look like? I, this question is so funny because I feel like I get asked this question all the time and I'm like, I don't know what I did today, but for some reason, every like minute of my day, it's busy. So a lot, a lot of my day is spent replying to emails. So I'll get a lot of emails on different campaigns. So any brands that I'm working with kind of going back and forth on contracts, um, figuring out what their requirements are, things like that. Part of my day is sometimes spent creating content. So whether that is filming a workout video for Instagram, 
um, creating a photo for a campaign and doing the editing for that, a YouTube video. I do a lot of online training, so I'm always filming, like I was saying, I yeah. was filming workout videos earlier, and then I have to go in and kind of like slice them all up and yeah. upload them. And yeah, it's like, it all varies. I teach some workout classes. It's just, oh, and then of course I run um, a fitness retreat and I've been yeah. running a fitness competition this summer called the Sweat Games. So I've been very busy, like kind of putting all that stuff together and like developing the website for it and like coming up with marketing plans and like, it's, and you would be surprised how long it takes to write a caption. Mm, I don't know if yeah. you guys ever yeah. do that for yourself. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be sitting on my phone and like an hour will have gone by and I have like four sentences. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's nuts. Yeah. Well, especially because you have a lot of people looking at your captions. So it's, yeah, it's really. like, yeah, you must have to think about it a mm -hmm. lot. Um, and yeah, that's really cool. Going back to how you played rugby. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel that that influenced who you are and sort of where you are today? It changed me in a huge way. I don't think I probably realized it when I was playing, but looking back at it now, like, for example, um, a couple weeks ago, I was working at a cafe and I was working alone. And then this drunk guy came up to me. It was like 4 p.m. And he came up to me and started harassing me. And I kind of was like, okay, like, get out of my face. Like, Gosh, get out of here. I saw you. Like, I saw yeah. you. Oh, that. yeah. I put him on blast. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, uh, 10, 15 minutes later, he comes up to me again and bothers me. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm pissed. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not even, like, intimidated. I'm just mad. Yeah. And then he comes up to me a third time and I was like, no. And I, I just like went up to him. I just gave it to him. I like was filming him in his face. I was yelling at him. I was yelling at his friends to take him out. And I feel like that's part of just my personality, but it's also just having that confidence knowing I played rugby that I can stand up for myself if like right. something ever went wrong and that I have like both the physical and mental power to do that. Mm -hmm. So Something small like that, or not even small, but a situation like that just really shines through how rugby affected me. And it just gave me the confidence and knowledge in myself to like that I can hold my own and that I can stand up for myself and my friends or anyone else that I yeah. care about that's yeah. around me. Mm -hmm. So it's affected me a lot in that way. And also just as well in work, given me the discipline that I need to get up early and like focus when I need to and get the things done that are important and are a priority for the day. Yeah, really I find powerful. that's a really, like a lot of sports, they teach you that because a lot of practices are at 6 a.m. Before, yeah. before you have to go to work or before mm -hmm. you have to go to school. So yeah, a lot of sports do that. So that's a great um, perspective. On. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now we'd like to dive into Born to Sweat. So when and how did it all begin? <laughs> mm -hmm. So the blog started in 2014. It was actually called Sweat is Sexy. Oh, and then yeah. I realized that that sounds like porn. Oh. So you're not. <laughs> so I couldn't do anything with that name. So I was like, okay, hey. I was like, I need a new name. So I changed it to Sweaty and Fit. And it was Sweaty and Fit for like two years. And I hated it. Like it just was two words that kind of like represented something that wasn't like, it didn't inspire me. And then Born to Sweat, like it just, my boyfriend and I, we were just like sat on the couch one day and just kind of like we're throwing mm -hmm. words yeah. back and forth. And it sort of just like slipped out. And I was like, I'm literally like the sweatiest person. I was literally born, like probably sweaty. So 
it just made sense. Yeah, and I just really liked it because it, like, for me, it was something that I was always very self-conscious about, and, like, I've always had a lot of confidence, but this was something that really kind of, like, affected me, and it was always, like, people are looking at me because I have sweat down my back, I have, like, a sweat mustache, and it was something that I really learned how to embrace and eventually turned it into a business, so for me, it's more than just a name. It's, like, being able to help other women recognize their things that they view as flaws and really help them like come to terms with it and accept it and love those flaws. Right. I feel like that's something you complain about a lot too, being sweaty. I'm always oh, sweaty. Yeah? Like it takes no time. <laughs> this one doesn't sweat at all. But I actually think it's a problem. Yeah, Sarah has I, an I issue. I run for like 30 minutes and not sweat. And not like, sweat, yeah. Which is like, I run for two I minutes and I'm sweating already. Yeah. Like, I have a friend like you and yeah. she doesn't sweat at all and I like yeah. want to shake her. I'm like, we're in like hot yoga together and she's like, walks out like, you right now and yeah. I'm like that is that's wrong so people just don't yeah that's so interesting so I guess I want to know more about so when you had a blog were you also teaching or, or did that like which came first mm-hmm. the blog has been around for a long time I started mm-hmm. teaching like I took on one class at the gym that I work out at right. while I was working in insurance so I just do that on oh, Monday okay. nights just mm-hmm. to kind of like get used to it and like yeah. get confident in front of yeah. people and just get the experience and then I ended up I did that for a year, and then I ended up uh, running my own classes. So I teach at Lululemon. Uh, I get to use their studio, and basically I just promote it on Instagram, and I get just people coming out. I love teaching classes. For me, it's a very good way to kind of, like, release my energy. I have a lot of energy, and I I love being around people and chatting and, like, listening to music. So it's kind of all those things combined, whereas something like personal training is a little slower and more, like – boring (laughs) in my opinion yeah other people would disagree but yeah so I just um really love doing it and I just kind of integrated it into everything else that I was doing plus it's a really great way to kind of connect with all the people in the city that follow me because most of my followers are in Toronto so just to kind of like be out there and like get to meet people who actually want to work out with me it's like Mm -hmm. a really good opportunity I saw that you were doing a Sean Paul themed class (laughs) that's so awesome because we both love Sean Paul oh my god who doesn't I was at Cabana Yay! <laughs> I was right at the front. I was right at the front. Were you? Oh my god! I was like, I couldn't get close. Oh, oh I I pushed. Oh god! <laughs> I should have found you. I didn't start. I didn't start at the front, but I made my way. That is amazing. Way. You just like hold hands with other girls and you push your way, and no one really bothers oh, you. You like grab a so Yeah. Cool. Wow. You just make a chain and you go. You chain. How many girls did you go with? Just there were just three of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't like, like a big, eight of you. No, yeah. that's, that's a bit much. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, right at the front. Too funny. Great time. Um, okay, back on track. Um, yes. <laughs> so we're curious about the process and kind of how um, you work on a blog and also sharing fitness videos to then progressing into building out programs such as Thirty Days to Fit. Mm-hmm. For me, it's I've always had big ideas of things that I want to do but I've never really kind of like come out with a specific plan like Mm -hmm. for example like blog posts I never have a content calendar like I'll just like if something comes to my mind I'm just like and I just like write it all out especially when I worked in insurance it was so easy because I'd literally spend like two hours on a blog post now it's a little bit harder um, because 
I'm focused on so many other things, but it all was a very natural progression. So like my blog started and then I kind of went into Instagram and then I started making money on Instagram and started getting more followers. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to create like a small program. I'm just going to like do it as cheaply as possible. So it's a program you might not even know of. It's called the sweat series. Mm -hmm. So I did that. It was like a PDF sold a bunch of them. And then like two years later, I was like, okay, now to do something else, like something that's different from this first one, that's more comprehensive. So then that's how I came up with 30 days to fit. And I worked on that for a very, very long time. And then after 30 days to fit, I was like, okay, I want something that's like 30 days to fit, but more intense. And so a lot of everything that I created was just like a very natural progression. Like when I came mm -hmm. out with the sweat games, it was just because I'd been running these outdoor boot camps. And I wanted to have something that everyone could do at the end of the summer that was like yeah. outside that everyone could like come to at the end and just kind yeah. of like celebrate all their hard work. So like nothing was sort of like, I want to do this and then I want to do this and then I want to do this. It just like came yeah. up for me. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think some of that is from like, do people request like there must be sort of demand for the, the next things? And then... Yeah, I guess so. I get, I get a lot of requests, so yeah. I don't really... I try to, but it, like if I'm saying something, no, yeah. definitely not. Um, but for the like for the sweat games, for example, someone just like who had been coming to my workout classes, mm -hmm. he was the one who mentioned it. He's like, mm -hmm. this would be such a good idea. And I just yeah. kind of took that idea and ran with it. Mm -hmm. um, the like the four week shred, which came after 30 days to fit. It was simply because I was like really stepping up in my workouts. And I was yeah. like, I think people would really like this. Like, I think people really want something that's going to push them even harder than what yeah. they're used to. Yeah. So I wouldn't even say it's been from requests. It's just kind of been like, what's what direction I'm going yeah, in. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's the next step. So another, you know, element that we haven't mentioned yet is the, so the ultimate sweat away. So your mm -hmm. retreats, when is the next one? What yeah. can people expect um, yeah. at these retreats? So this retreat, I'm, I love it. It's called the ultimate sweat away. My best friend and I work on it together. So I'm the fitness component. I bring in I would say pretty much all our customers. Uh, she works in travel, so she takes care of the logistics. Mm -hmm. She coordinates with the hotel and does all that. So it was like such a perfect matching. Um, one person does the travel logistics, one person does the fitness. Like how else? Yeah, <laughs> how how that, more perfect yeah. could it be? Yeah. So we did our first one in March. It was incredible. 14 people came. Every single person who came, came on their own. Like no one came with a yeah. partner, no one came with a friend. Every single person traveled solo and it was cool. such a good experience. Like everyone was nervous. No one yeah. really wants to go on a retreat with somebody. And it, Fire Festival had just happened. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so I was like, I hope no one is scared. Like yeah. <laughs> I hope like this doesn't put like a bad thing on our retreat. Yeah. Oh no. No. Everyone came, they left like change like this like changed people's lives we had workshops we had workouts on the beach everyone became like the best of friends over the seven days it was such a good time and it was so good that people were asking us like when's your next one when's your next one so we weren't even planning to have a second one this year and then we were like why not let's just yeah. try it so yeah. our next one's november 4th to 10th same place um it's in sandos and playa del carmen it's a beautiful eco resort um, it's on the beach in the Mayan Riviera. So yeah, 
No, really looking forward to it. Really cool. That sounds mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah, all the pictures are amazing. Yeah, <laughs> we brought a really great photographer on for that exact reason. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so due to your amazing success, I mean, we've just gone through so many things that you have created. Um, you've also had the opportunity to write and model for various uh, fitness brands. Did you ever imagine this being something that you would get to do? It's actually funny. I didn't. I don't think I ever envisioned it. I've always wanted to create my own brand. I never wanted to work under somebody else. My When I was like in school for business, I either wanted to be a CEO or I wanted to run my own business. Um, so whenever I've modeled for like Lululemon or gotten to work with like Vichy or any sort of big brand, I feel so like so grateful and happy for these opportunities. Like I never in my life actually would have thought that I'd be working with like one-on-one with these massive sports brands. Um, so every time like I feel kind of down or like in a bad mood or like angry about something that a client has said or whatever, I always try to go back and remember like how lucky I am to be in this kind of position mm-hmm. and how like this is like a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Like yeah. this sort of career in this position that I'm in, um, it doesn't come around that often. So it's just kind of keeps me grounded. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. So obviously, you know, to be in this position, you've put out so much content, you know, the blog, Instagram, like all, all videos. Um, so what do you think in your opinion makes your content special and why so many people want to engage with it? Mm-hmm. I think I've always done a really good job of staying very true to myself and like staying true to what I want to put out there. Yeah. I think it could be really easy for me to go and buy a whole bunch of Gymshark clothing and pull my leggings up my ass so you could see my butt and just show my butt in every single video. I think that is very easy and like a lot of girls do it and they have hundreds and thousands of followers and that's great. That's not what I want to be. I would want to be something different and I think I've done a really good job of sticking by that. I'm very open about what I drink on the weekends, what I eat. Um, I'm very open about how I feel and like showing myself when I have a zit or if I have no makeup on. Like mm-hmm. I think people really appreciate that. They appreciate the humor that I bring. And for me, it's like they appreciate it, but I appreciate it even more that I can be that way and I can right. show my true ass self and people are like that's great like that's awesome like that's the most exciting part um so I think that's what makes me stand out a little bit it's just like my humor and the fact that I'm like very happy and open with everybody that follows me yeah and like yeah I just try to keep it as real as I possibly can that kind of brings to what what we're gonna say yeah um next is that we just absolutely love your realness and your openness on your channels and yeah, you, you're just clearly like having fun and living a balanced life and doing your own thing. And mm-hmm. um, But of course, there's always ups and downs to being um, so open with yourself online. Um, so what, is it, what does it feel like to you to be an influencer or to be known as an influencer in that way? I honestly love it. I love sharing my life with people. Uh, I love telling people like what I'm doing during the day or what I'm eating. Like for me, it's a very natural way of living my life. Even like in the, like my bad times or if something scary has happened or something like something has gone wrong in my life. Um, like immediately I'm like, I want to share this. I don't know. Maybe it's weird. Maybe it's like a weird way to like approach life, but I feel like it's just for me, very natural. I think for Adam, it was a little bit 
of a struggle initially mm-hmm. when we first started dating. I was like, I was small time. I like yeah. maybe 15, 20 K followers wasn't making much money outside of insurance. Yeah. And then it kind of all changed from that. So I think for him, it was a little bit difficult to suddenly start being in the limelight and in my mm, stories and yeah. like him getting recognized like without me. Yeah. But so that kind of like has taken its course. Um, but now we're both like, he's much more comfortable with it, knows yeah. that it's part of my job. And that's kind of what my followers expect from me. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I love it. And I love being able to influence people. And I know that what I, some of the things that I post, I get paid for, but a lot of the things that I talk about, and a lot of the things that I share mm-hmm. are not paid for. And I'm just happy to share that with people and like be able to give recommendations for great products or great services yeah. and have like those people reap the benefits from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's amazing to have such a positive experience. Yeah. And yeah. So that, that's great to hear. Um, so moving on to advice territory, do you have any advice for others who are looking to build their own fitness programming or business? Mm-hmm. Oh, so much advice. Um, I would say if you're looking to create your own fitness program or create your own business in whatever way it is, try to do it like as cheaply and as cost effective as you can because you don't want to start pouring your money into something that you don't know if it has legs or not um when I like I said when I created my first program the sweat series I got Adam to take all my photos I borrowed my friend's like squash court in her condo and just did everything like that I paid $500 for a graphic designer when I created 30 days to fit, I was like, I know people will buy this because I saw that they bought the sweat series and this is going to be even bigger and even better. And now I can start spending money on it. So whatever you decide to do, try to make it as cost effective and do it as much of yourself as you can. Mm -hmm. Like do the marketing yourself, come up with a strategy yourself, do the photos yourself or bring a friend to do it for you. And then that will give you an idea if whether or not you can move forward with it. Because the last thing you want to do is start dropping money into something and no one buys it yeah or like not having a plan yeah no that makes that makes total sense like make sure you know this is going to work you're confident in it and then you can kind of invest more from there yeah so earlier you sort of talked about embracing your imperfections what advice do you have to people who or like how can people learn to embrace theirs Mm -hmm. hmm I think I think it's like a really, it's a really hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. For me, and I've, I'll always say this is kind of cliche, but for me, like just moving your body and working out, like whether whatever your goals are, like maybe you just don't like the way your butt looks. Mm-hmm. Like if you are sitting on your ass every day when you get home from work and like eating bad and just watching TV and not doing anything, yeah. you're not going to feel better about the way you look. Yeah. If you're getting yourself to the gym whether or not you're like changing your body within a month or two months or not, you're going to feel so much more confident and so much more in control of your body and how you look and how you view yourself. You're going to feel better like physically and mentally. And like these small things, like they will add up over time. So you might not see changes right away in these little imperfections, but don't discount like how much exercise can do for you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like kind of like this conversation already today has been so positive and I feel like I'm just a positive person because of how much I work out. Mm-hmm. And like just like I like I said like your imperfections or your flaws whatever they are 
they're not going to go away overnight yeah, by yeah. just working out, but like over time, it's going to be like, it's going to make huge changes. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so powerful. And I think it's like also proving to yourself that you can do something like stick to something mm-hmm. can like increase your confidence and like the mental yeah. piece of it is so powerful. The stronger you get, the more confident you get. And that's just like, that relates to everything. Not just like confidence in how strong you are, but confidence in like your everyday life, how you hold your head at work, how you are in your relationships with your brother or like your spouse or whoever. Mm -hmm. Um, Confidence is not just like one thing. It's like, it's it's all encompassing. And I really truly believe that fitness and exercise builds it up so much. (laughs) If If I miss a workout, say like three days in a row, you know how you just... You don't look any different, but you just feel totally. And you kind of feel, I always say I feel like a blob Mm because I do. (laughs) And then the minute you work out, like if you feel, you feel stronger, you you feel more confident and you walk a bit taller, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I totally agree. When I went to Vancouver, I took five days off because I wanted to just like fully immerse myself in my vacation Mm -hmm. and I loved it. I had the best time, but I came back like so depressed. Like, mm. like more down than I've ever felt. Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't know if it's just because like I missed being on vacation or because I didn't work out, but like, I'm pretty sure it was working out. Cause I yeah. went and moved that day, went, did a great workout and I was like already starting to feel myself. Like it's, it plays a huge part. It's cool that it can kind of just pick you back up again. Like you can always start, like, yeah. continue where you left off. Yeah, basically. absolutely. Cool. Um, and this kind of leads into the next question. Um, I feel like we know the answer to this. Yeah. So what is it, aside from working out, that makes you feel the most confident in your doing? Yeah. I guess what makes me feel confident is when I finish something that I've been working on. So yeah. it's actually, and I didn't really mention this, but like I go through a lot of highs and lows when I come out with an event because... I will put so many hours and time into planning it and then no one will sign up or at least not right away. And there's so much like shame and disappointment that comes with that. I mean, the sweat away, we sold out eventually 14 people came. It was incredible. But like leading up to that, it was like five people had booked. Why haven't more booked? And then we got all these people suddenly in the new year signing up. But for me, like, I get a lot of confidence when I come up with an idea and I execute it and then I see that people had a good time and like, like just loved it and the day was a success. So that for me is like a really big confidence booster. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. So being an entrepreneur can be very hard. (laughs) Everything you've explained, you put so much work into everything. So what is it that keeps you motivated to keep doing what you're doing? Uh, I would say number one are my followers, the people who are kind of looking to me as an inspiration and as somebody to like kind of go to when they're feeling down or they feel that they need somebody to like kind of look up to or motivate them or get themselves to the gym. That's a huge thing. And secondly, I don't know, like for me, it's just very internal. Like I've been doing it my whole life. I don't think for me, it's really motivation. It's just something that's innate. Like I want to do this I've always dreamed of this life for myself where I'm my own boss and I want to keep it that way for as long as I can I don't want to go back to my insurance job where I was not doing anything that inspired me or filled me with passion Mm -hmm. so if I want to keep where I'm going and like keep on this path I have to show up 
show up every single day in the yeah. gym, in my business. I have to wake up. I have to grind. Doesn't mean I don't have time for myself and for my friends and for my family, but it just keeps me on like the straight and narrow and keeps like my keeps me going in the right direction. So I'd love to chat a bit about boundaries um, because obviously with so much on the go and you probably, we, we, we kind of mentioned it before, but you probably get asked to do all these things and it's, it's impossible to do everything. Mm-hmm. So how do you decide when you say yes or no? <laughs> this is a perfect example yeah. um, with you guys. No offense. Yeah. Had you reached out to me just like cold, called me basically – there's a good chance I would have said no because, like, I don't we know. We were talking about this before. That's yeah. Right. Oh, really? <laughs> well, yeah. we're like, it's so, yeah, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. And, like, when you get a lot of DMs, like, I'll get, like, 100 DMs a day sometimes of people just want asking questions and wanting things. Um, so a lot of the time, if someone recommends somebody to me, then I'll, I'll do it. Like, right. if someone's like, you should be on this podcast. I know these yeah. girls. I'll do it. Because for me, like, if a friend is recommending it, that means that there's something behind it or right. there's something to it. Yeah. Um, but that's like, that's kind of one of the ways I decide. And secondly, if it is going to build my business. So I like to be on podcasts because I like to get my name out there in different ways from just Instagram. Yeah. Um, I like to be on panels because that's another way to reach like another audience. Yeah. But if it's something that's honestly like not going to kind of get my name out there and I'm doing it like just for one person as like a favor, that's much harder for me to kind of wrap my head around and like donate yeah. my time to right. yeah. if it's like I'm teaching a workout class and it's for charity and like 30 kids are gonna come like yeah 100% yeah. I'm gonna do something like that yeah. um so it really depends on like one who referred it two like is it impacting my business and three is it gonna help me get more exposure mm-hmm. um and then those are kind of like what the things that I think about when I make a decision right no yeah that makes total sense yeah I mean, you have to have some sort of way to decide what you're going to do. Otherwise, you'd be just all over the place. Yeah, yeah. it's funny you asked that. I've never really thought about how I decide. I kind of just thought of that on the spot. Yeah, well, I think it but, probably, like, there's probably a point where, because for me, like, I feel like I'm able to almost, like, say yes, not to everything, but, like, I just think there's a point in your, obviously, like, you have a lot of followers and all of that, and, like, probably like way more requests than mm-hmm. you ever like we used to like it probably keeps getting more and more so you yeah. have to almost have a, a system on like you know what is really going to be um, like worth mm-hmm. you putting in your effort and, and your time as you said and it's also kind of like what people approach me with and if they have like a plan because mm-hmm. one of the things I get approached about most is photographers wanting to shoot with me oh yeah and I get so tired of just being like hey would you like do you want to shoot with me and I'm like come to me with like a location an idea like a Pinterest mood board something like that and then I'll take you seriously but if you're just like let's shoot and then you're expecting me to come up with all the ideas I'm never gonna say yes to that yeah yeah totally that makes sense um okay so time for a very broad question (laughs) um what is next for you um, whew. well, a couple things. I am currently trying to create like a membership community within my workout plans. So right now what I do is I hold like a lot of challenges, 30 day workout challenges, four, four week workout challenges, and I love running them. I find that they're very motivating for everyone who joins and like keeps everyone very accountable, but there's always an end. Um, and then a lot of people will fall back to square one and kind of like fall off track. 
So what I wanted to create was this membership community that when you sign up, every single month you get four new weeks of workouts. If you want, you can also sign up for the meal plans. And that way you always have something coming in your inbox. So you never have to feel like you don't know what you're going to do when you get to the gym. You never have to feel like you're not progressing or getting stronger or like running out of ideas. So I'm really kind of focusing on that and like trying to get that off the ground. I have a, I'm, it's on its way, but I have a lot of things to kind of think about, like how I want to deliver it and how I want to market it and all that sort of stuff. Um, so there's that. Uh, always trying to run more retreats. We're talking to some other hotels in different cities for 2020. And then I also have a clothing line that's coming out, like a Whoa. workout clothing line. So yeah, I've been, I haven't really talked about that at all because I've been waiting for like everything to kind of get finalized, yeah. but that's also in the works. Very cool. You heard it here first. Yeah. 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 <laughs> get ready. Cool. Very cool. Awesome. So we're just going to chat a little bit specifically about wellness and then we got some fun stuff. Oh, we're, okay. We're kind of getting close to that time. But oh. what are some wellness practices that you implement into your life so that make you feel mm. happy and happy? Obviously you work out, but yeah did you know I work out yeah. um so something I started doing at the beginning of 2019 was I started waking up earlier than like an hour earlier than I normally would mm-hmm. and I would write my journal like not I wouldn't be like I'm grateful for this um I would just write kind of whatever was in my head then mm-hmm. like if you went and read my journal that'd be an invasion of privacy. But if you <laughs> read it, you'd be like, what's going on? Like, it's very, like kind of jumps, jumps around and like, yeah. doesn't focus just on one topic. It's just whatever's in my head. I just write it down. Sometimes I'll sit there with like my pen in my hand and like not write anything for five minutes and then s- stuff will come. Right. So I do that. And then after that, I meditate for 10 to 15 minutes. So I try to do that every Monday to Friday. I don't do it on the weekends. Um, just cause it's Adam's there and it's just like not as the same sort of mindset that I'm in. Um, Something that I started doing more recently is face masks. Yeah. I just like doing them. It's just, it kind of just like adds to my skin routine. Just makes me feel like I'm washing away my sins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I've been doing that. And then I always give myself a day to work on like, I call them rehab exercises. So it's small things that are kind of like boring to do, but like are good for my body. So Mm -hmm. like just working on like spine mobility and working on my hips and things like that, um, which I think are such a good accessory to my regular workouts and stretching routines. Mm -hmm. So I always do that like once a week, just like half an hour. And yeah, I always, I cook at home a lot of the time, but I also love to go out for dinner um, just make time for friends, drink wine. <laughs> is that even wellness like, anymore? I don't know. Wine is good for you. <laughs> it's good for your heart, red wine. Yeah. yeah. A glass a day. But no. also just like, and some dark so chocolate. Like, you just yeah. like, yeah, it's, I, it, I find it so great that you do that. I think it is part of like wellness, not in maybe like the first way you think about it, but like having fun, like enjoying yourself. Like that's yeah. huge. That's, yeah. It's a huge yeah. part of like my life. Like if I... I like to go out with my friends every weekend. I yeah. mean, it's a little excessive. It's the summer, whatever. I won't do it as much in the winter. But, like, for me, it's just, like, it's all about having that, like, enjoyable lifestyle. And if I was yeah. just working out all the time and eating eggs and salmon every day, I'd be so bored. Yeah. Um, if I was partying all the time and just, like, eating crabby food, yeah. I'd be so bored. So right. having the two, like, side by side is a very, like, for me, just a – it's, like, the best way for me to live. Yeah. I find. Yeah. 
That's awesome. And um, <clears throat> not everyone, say, loves fitness or it's hard to – people find it hard to get motivated. So do you have any tips for people to somehow make it a positive experience for them or mm-hmm. anything like that? Yeah. I think a lot of the time people who don't like to work out just haven't found something that pushes them in a way that, like, really inspires something or, like, has, like, creates, like, a fire within them. Um, they – it's – you're not going to find that you like every single workout. You're going to find that you might only like bar or you might only like spin or something like that. Mm -hmm. But like you have to keep kind of going until you find that one thing that you really enjoy. And sometimes that means just like getting over the fact that you might not like moving your body initially. And like, to me, I think that changes over time. I think that if you go from doing nothing and then suddenly you're going and like spinning, you're probably not going to like it because your yeah. body is going to be like, huh? But yeah. if you keep going, like it's going to like start stirring something in you until you feel like, okay, like I need this. I need this movement in my life. I need this sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, so one, just find something that like really inspires, instills that passion and fire with you, within you. And two, don't just stop right away if you don't like it. Like yeah. keep going and just like push through it and yeah. Get over the fact that you might not like it at first and that it's uncomfortable because you have to start somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wise. Yes, <laughs> Wise words. Was. Um, so finally, what does wellness mean to you? Uh, I think we kind of touched on it before, but just kind of finding that place in your life where you are able to find, I don't want to say balance because I feel like that word is overused a lot, but just like be able to find that point in your life where you are able to juggle both your fitness and your health and healthy eating and then also make time for friends and going out and eating pizza and never feeling that guilt or that shame about it I think that's something that we feel all too often especially in the summer months when it's so fun and everyone's going out but as long as you are working hard in the areas that really do matter like your career and your like your fitness and your relationship you are allowed to have that time off and like go and enjoy yourself and go out and have drinks as for me that's that is what wellness means like being able to find that sweet spot yeah beautifully said so we're gonna just finish off with some fun stuff that we love to do so we're gonna do some rapid fire questions okay are you ready no (laughs) everyone says that okay what is your favorite city toronto (laughs) oh that's so lame No, I love Toronto. Perfect. Um, Tacos or pizza? Ah, tacos. Mm. Photos or videos? Photos. Who's your celebrity crush? Uh, Steve Carell. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cute. I like it. (laughs) What's your favorite muscle to work out? Oh, glutes. Beer or wine? Wine. And then... Finally, friends or the office? The office. Yes, I know you're so bad. You said that. That worked out way too well. Awesome. And Um, then we just like to end with a would you rather question. Okay. So, okay, so I noticed that you, is it your boat? You have a boat? Yeah, my my fiance and I own it. Oh, that's amazing. So, love boats, but would you rather live on a boat or in a gym? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I would totally live in a gym. Yeah? Totally live in yeah. a gym. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so, if Toronto only ever had one season year-round, would you rather it be fall or spring? 
fall. Hmm. I picked that too. Yeah. yeah. Spring is rain. too like me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, no. Never know. Yeah. It's winter. It's like I feel like we don't even have spring. It's winter and summer. Like spring. Yeah. It's so never weird. buy a spring jacket. No, it's because like you'll useless. wear it once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was this spring. But meanwhile, so ball cool. jackets, they're there. Yeah. You wear yeah. your leather jacket, yeah. your jean jacket, totally. your other jacket. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're just, um, that concludes all of the questions that we have. Love it. Um, do you just have any, like, last you know, piece of advice or just anything you want to share with our audience before signing off? I would just say that the number one thing that got me to where I am today is being 100 truly myself um and like if you're ever struggling with who you are or how you laugh or how you look or any of the stuff that really doesn't matter in the end you're gonna get to where you need to be mm-hmm. and you just kind of got to stick it through and trust the process and you'll get there amazing um and then lastly would you be able to just share with everyone where they can find you online or find your classes yeah so you can find me on instagram at beverly chang um, everyone will spell it wrong, so mm-hmm. it'll we'll be in the description. It. Awesome, <laughs> and then or you can check out my website, uh, borntosweat.co. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was so amazing. Thank you so much you. for having me. So there you have it, our conversation with the amazing Beverly Chang. We hope you received some valuable advice that you're going to take with you into everyday life. Our biggest takeaway is to remember to embrace imperfections and be yourself no matter what. Tag us and Beverly on Instagram with your own thoughts and takeaways, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. We have new episodes every Monday, so make sure you subscribe to stay up to date and share with a friend. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at TeamWellnessTO or check us out on our website at teamwellnessto.com. That's all for now. Go kick Monday's butt. Woo! Bye. Bye.